Welcome to Black Canadian Content Creators, a podcast to showcase a community of people who identify as Black, African, Caribbean, or mixed digital creators living or born in Canada. I'm your host, Shirley Joseph. This hub is open to directors, producers, podcasters, bloggers, writers, YouTubers, musicians, kidding, musicians, or more to collaborate, network, share their work, and communicate their creative self. Today, I'm super excited because I'll be speaking to one of the members, Allison Duke and Gaddy Conte-George. Allison Duke, a.k.a. Goldie, is a storyteller in every sense of the word. As a writer, director, producer, and visual artist, Allison tells dynamic stories that illuminate history, document the present, and push the culture forward. Duke's filmmaking career began in the 90s, when she produced music videos for some of the biggest names in Canadian music, like Maestro Fresh West. This jam is amplified, so just glide, glide. Like backbone slide. slide. Glenn Lewis. And Nelly Furtado. She made her directorial debut with the groundbreaking 2001 documentary Raising Cain, a rapumentary which went on to win numerous local and international awards. Gaddy Conte George has emerged on the documentary scene at a time where the gaze has shifted to women of color behind the lens to tell more powerful stories. As a Sierra Leonean Canadian, that's really hard to do, try to say that three times, Gaddy always wants to tell stories of the African diaspora. As a director, she has achieved this with Soldiers for the Streets, a short documentary for the NFB and broadcasted on CBC television. Her goal is to produce a body of work that audience can enjoy today and reference for years to come. I catch up with the ladies who are currently in Atlanta for their documentary, Mr. Jane and Finch, at the Bronze Lands Film Festival. Mr. Jane and Finch follows 81-year-old community activist Winston LaRose as he runs for the city council in the 2018 Toronto municipal election. The film is directed and produced by Gaddy Conte-George and co-produced by Alison Duke and edited by Sonia Godin. What's really, really dope and rare and such a gem of a film, it is made almost entirely by black women. So sit back, relax, super excited for you to get to know this member of BCAD CC, Allison Duke and Gaddy Conte-George. Enjoy the conversation. Hello, Allison and Gaddy. How are you, ladies? Well, we're doing great, doing great here Thank- in Atlanta. Yes. You're here in Atlanta for the uh, Bronze Lens Festival. Yes, the Bronze Lens Film Festival of Atlanta. It's the 10-year anniversary. Oh, wow. So I was reading up about the festival. So it's dedicated to bring 
both national and worldwide attention to Atlanta. And I guess it's a, a film and film production, um, like a center for film and film production for people of color. Is this, yeah. is this your first time, not only in Atlanta, but at the festival itself? Um, well, for me, it's my first time in Atlanta. And it's the second time I've had a film in the festival. Okay. But it's my first time attending. How about you, yes. Allison? Well, I've been here several times in Atlanta, but this is my first time attending the festival. And it's great just to be around so many African-American filmmakers and content creators, but also Black uh, content creators from around the world are here this weekend to show their, their films. So not just people from the U.S., obviously you're both Canadians, but there's people from other parts of the world as well? Yes, yes. yes. That's really, really cool. What's been the highlight for you so far with the festival for both of you? How about you, Allison? You start. Well, well there was a um, Black Women's Superstar Luncheon yesterday, and it was hope and it was hosted by um, Kim Coles. And uh, Kim Coles, was- as in like living single, Kim Coles. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yes, and she's so funny. She's so funny. But not only that, the room was celebrating Black women excellence in the industry. And we were just sitting at tables with, you know, people that we watched in, on television and who we admired in the industry. And they were celebrating uh, Lisa Coates, uh, who was the producer, one of the producers on Precious. Okay. Um, and we got to mingle with her. And just so many fabulous women in the industry. So it was a great sort of like meet and greet, you know, networking session for us. And it was, a, it was just amazing. It was an amazing event. Lots of energy and very inspirational to hear these women talk about their journey in the, fi- in the film festival, in the film industry, and mm-hmm. just their struggles and just their ability to just, you know what, believe in yourself and just maintain and Keep your eyes on the prize and you will get there. And that was just amazing just to hear and watch. And it was just a great celebration of women coming together and, and lots of power. You know, when women come together, there's lots yeah. of you know, So it was like that. Awesome. Yeah. What about you, Gaddy? Well, that's Allison has said it all. That's um, that was the what kicked off our, our weekend here in Atlanta. And um so far that that's that's been the highlight. It was a very empowering uh, day yesterday. Uh, with that event. Now, how many is representing Canada? Are you the only two? Um, I think about my, um, there's a film. There's, I think there's a, there's a, there's a few other films uh, in the festival from Canada. Um, and uh, as well as uh, we are, we've been hosted, uh, we've had the fortune to be hosted by the Consul General uh, of Canada that's based here in Atlanta. Nice. So, and then we did mix and mingle with a couple Canadians um, that have that are, are based in Atlanta now that work in the industry. So, you know, there's been some other Canadians representing here. Nice. Um, the, the great thing about both of you, you are both veterans in as producers, directors, you know, veterans in filmmaking. Um, how did you, I'm going to start with you, Gaddy, um, and then we'll get talking about, you know, the reason why you're at the, the, the Atlanta, at the uh, Bronze Lens Fest for Mr. Jane and Finch. Um, how did you get started, Gaddy, in the film industry? What, um, 
what sparked your interest or did you always have an interest growing up in film? Um, uh, no, not, not really. I mean, um, if we go way back to my, what sparked my interest when it was in high school In high school, I did an English, um, uh, media literacy class. And in that class, we got to film our own PSAs. And, uh, I did a, a PSA you know, on VHS, like, like be kind, rewind kind of thing. <laughs> I'm dating myself, um, and uh, it was on. It was on graffiti in Toronto, and and I just loved putting it together. I loved telling the story. I loved um, going out and filming and editing, and you know, I mean, editing tape to tape. Oh, I did that. I I went to Humber Radio Broadcasting, and we had to like edit on tapes as well. So I I, I know the struggle. Right. Yeah. And then from there, uh, when I went to university, I, I uh, lucked out um, at a university that had an amazing film and television program. And that just hooked me. And I knew that's what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to tell um, documentaries um, type stories and I wanted um, to direct and I wanted to edit. I had I loved computers and I loved editing and I loved software, but I also loved telling stories and I loved that um, the editor's chair, you also have a, a strong hand in shaping stories and and so many of our stories are told, but sometimes in the edit room, um, they're told in different ways depending on you know who is in that seat. So I thought that as an editor, I would be able to um, kind of be able to make make a difference um in that way in our in our in our industry how about you allison what was uh what was the the fire the spark that says huh you know you do you lean more on the production aspect or kind of both because you've done so much you do everything well thank you very much for that um i'm not gonna worry about dating myself by going back in the crate <laughs> i think we all dated ourselves when we talked about tape but um I started really in the industry uh, producing music videos. I was part of a group of uh, filmmakers and we had a little production company called Rage Filmhouse. And we were producing a lot of content for black people because uh, there was hardly any any uh, videos of uh, you know urban artists on much music. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. all those kind of stations. So, you know, we formed this company to do that. And over the f- course of, like, I would say four years, we produced over 100 videos. And a lot of filmmakers came through that, um, you know, that company, like uh, Director X, he was one of the directors, Don Wilkinson. A lot of people, you know, kind of got their, their start, if not, if not their start, but got to hone their craft in that um, in that um, company, and I was also starting to direct in that company, and so I went off from that, and I did, and I just you know when music videos started to become about you know let's place a girl on the car and <laughs> champagne all over, I just sort of think oh, you know what I don't want to do this anymore, and I just and I had a I, I really love documentaries, I loved watching films like Hoop Dreams and. Mm. You know, those kind of documentaries and I and I imagine making work like that and I and I made my first documentary called Raising Kane a rapimentary about my my brother's hip-hop group and that was made with the NFB and that that kind of launched my career 
And I just love all aspects of storytelling. So that's why you might see me jump around a little bit from music videos to documentaries. Um, I just shot, a, I just directed a short drama called Promise Me and, and we're in post-production on that. Uh, but I'm just, I just love the art of storytelling and I feel like I'm the kind of person, I'm not limited by genre. I just, I, if I see a story, I just try to figure out or if there's a story I want to tell, I just try to figure out like how, what's the best way of telling that story. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's something more, um, you know, experimental. Sometimes it could be drama. And a lot of the time making, making work for me is collaborating with, with great talent, like with like Gaddy and, you know, other people I've, you know, um, collaborated with over the years. So a lot of my time is spent doing that as well, working with people. Now, how did you two meet? How did, because now you have a company that started in October, 2018 called Oya Media Group. Yes. And uh, how did you meet and how did Oya Media Group, um, how did you get it going? Like what, what, what created for both of you? Like, you know what, let's, let's do this, you know? Cause you obviously both of you, I, I did some digging and looked at your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh have worked for you know companies and productions and projects for a long time um so what brought you two together how did you meet and what brought you to get Oya Media Group going yeah well gosh I can't I can't mm. even think to how mm. we I think we've we've known of each other. Well, I've known of Allison from back when she was doing the music videos, the great Allison Duke. Yes. I I was a fan for a very long time um, when I first started in the industry. Um, But I think our paths had crossed over the years. And um, back when I was doing my first feature documentary back in probably about uh, 2013, 2014, when I was in post-production, I had reached out to Allison to consult on the film. Um, and what was and the name of the film back then? Called, uh, the, the Flying Stars. Okay. And uh, Allison um, gave feedback on, on some of the rough cuts. And I, it always, and we had a, a few different um, people, uh, veterans in the industry, give us feedback on our film. And I just really, really, really appreciated the feedback Allison had, had given me at the time. And it always stuck with me. And I, and I knew that I'm like, okay, well, I know who I'm working with, you know, at some point on my next projects. And um, I guess fast forward mm-hmm. to 2016, um, Allison reached out to me. Uh, when she was uh, executive producing a, a project bringing together five uh, Black women directors um, to direct short documentaries for the Akua Benjamin Legacy Project. Uh, and uh, she selected me as one of the directors, uh, one of the five directors on that. And uh, working on that project... And you did a was- fabulous job, by the way. You did a great job. <laughs> and- Y'all did, but like you, you were just, you know... Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But I think work um, that actually working hand in hand, Allison producing, myself directing, um, it was just such a wonderful collaborative process. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I loved and Allison is a is a creative producer. So um, her her um, guidance and, and strength of storytelling um, helped my process. And I love working collaboratively with people. Um, you know, and, and so when I had, um, 
started going in development with a, with my next documentary project. The first person I called on was Allison um, to produce, and and we and we produced it together early on, and that was Mr. Jane and Finch. Mm. Um, and we started, you know, developing that project and developing and, you know, saw our working style. And, you know, for a long time, we both were working our own production companies, you know, in our own spaces. And I think there was just a sense of, you know, stronger together. Mm. Yes. You know, stronger together and, you know, and, and growing bigger and to be able to tell bigger stories on bigger stages. You, you can't do that alone. You, you can't do that alone. No. And, uh, and I think we enjoyed working together. We, ha- we have a shorthand. We have a shorthand creatively that works. We respect each other's opinions. Um, we both work so hard. Like I've, I've never seen someone work, you know, work so hard as Allison, you know, and, and is willing to, to, you know, push the envelope and, and she pushes me creatively. I, you know, I have to justify every creative choice I make. I can't just, you know, which is good. Like I have to be the best me. Yeah. Um, you know, to you know, I, I I'm always trying to keep up to her level. You know, and I just, oh wow, I, you know, and it's 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 and 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 I think we inspire each other. Yes. So I think it was only natural that we we formally join forces right. and and create Oya Media Group. Help Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your twenty five dollar gift today will help provide a life saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. Um, Allison, well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I just feel like, you know, Gaddy is just so fearless and she's a great storyteller. And she also has that, you know, that technical ability of understanding story as an editor. So she comes with strong storytelling skills. Mm. Um, so that's why we can do the shorthand because I, she knows what it, what it's like to be in the field capturing your story, but also in the post-production in the edit, how it's going to actually shape together. So a lot of filmmakers, you know, that I, I've worked with, you know, I shouldn't, <laughs> but they don't, hey, they, they, hey, man, this, this, there's going to be a lesson here. So yeah, go ahead. They, it, it, they, they, they miss that part. So when you go from post from production to post-production, it's, it, there's a huge, like, you know, process of getting to what the story needs to be. And I found with Gaddy, she understood that really well. Also, like the strong business acumen that she she brings, running her own company for many years, she understands, you know, what is what it's like to run a production company. And just it's just being fearless in storytelling and just pushing the envelope. I think you work just as I watch you work and you work very, very hard and, and just very like a very deep thinker and really good with people and her subjects. And it's just, it's just a a joy just working together. And for many years I was working in a silo, you know, running my own production company. And at at one point I just felt like isolated. I don't want to work by myself, you know, or I want to work with others. So this was just like a formality of making that happen. Mm-hmm. And we have our own production. Uh, we have our own space, and it's it's a really nice space. And and we also have um, a youth program that we run, Pathway to Industry for Black Youth. Okay. Um, graduates of um, of film programs to to be embedded in our production company, and uh, we support their their growth and their journey in the industry as well. What are the age range of the the youth that you work with? Uh, between eighteen and twenty. 
26, but sometimes I push it depending on like to 28, you know, depending on, you know, where they're at, because some of some people get a later start, have a later start. So we want to accommodate for that as well. And and what and the goal with Pathway to to industry is really to any any youth that wants to get into filming or understand the industry of filming. Um, that's the focus. The focus is for people who are um, in who are in film programs or have um, graduated from a film program who are fine, who are having difficulties getting in. Mm. Um, what we do is we provide uh, training around soft skills and tech and additional technical skills that they may need to, to have a, you know, easier pathway into the industry. And we, and we connect them with, um, you know, different organizations um, and provide access, you know, to different spaces um, for them to do that. Okay. Well, let's let's focus on the reason why you're in Atlanta with the Bronze Lands Film Festival about Mr. Jane and Finch. I had a chance to um, watch the documentary. The story is about Winston. What made you decide to create um, this documentary? How did you know Winston? So, so um, a mutual friend, um, Yushet Koma, he introduced me to Winston. Um, to Mr. The Rose, uh, shortly after we had made the um, Akua Benjamin Legacy Project documentaries, uh, and that those documentaries were honoring the legacy of um, Canadian Black activists. And in those films, we had used uh, a lot of archival material. And so, um, so when my my friend. Um, I guess when he saw the films, he thought of, of Mr. The Rose because uh, Mr. The Rose had been archiving the black community and he's been documenting the black community for the past 50 years um, in Toronto, in Canada, um, internationally. And, and he thought, wow, you know, that material could have been used in, in those films we made. And so, and and maybe there's there. Uh, I would be interested in seeing his archive. You know, if there's more stories to tell. So he introduced us, and I met Mr. The Rose, and I, I saw some of his the footage he had, and I was fascinated by it, and I was fascinated by him, and um, and so we got to got to know each other, and we spent many months um, getting to know each other, and getting to explore his archive, and so I set out to make a film about him and his archive. Mm. In, in, in that development process, I got to see him in the community that he works in, in Jane and Finch. And I got to see how committed and how much he loved that community, but also how much that community loved him. Mm. And uh, so when we were going into uh, production, he lets us know that he was going to run for for counselor. So it changed everything. Like it changed everything. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's kind of how the film came about and how uh, how, how how we got to know Mr. The Rose. At, at one point, we were editing kind of two films going on. A, you know, one film, but it was like two things going on. And at one point, we were like, you know, the political story, him running for public office, that's really taking over his journey. And, you know, Gaddy, you know, really, really, you know, got it early on. She goes, his archive is basically his philosophy, how he sees the world, how he sees the Black community, him capturing. And so we'll use it that way. Mm -hmm. And that's how, it sh how um, the film 
was shaped in the editing room. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten a lot of compliments on the way we're telling the story. It's not, it's not like a traditional documentary. It has a different style to it. Mm-hmm. It does. But- it's almost like... Um... Like at times you you forget you're watching a documentary. I don't know if that's like it, like at times it's like it, you think you're watching a film and not really so much you know the rough <laughs> you know <laughs> the rough, rough uh, versions of documentaries. Like it it just I don't know. It was um it it, it made me think of 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 a film at times. You know like 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 oh is this a st- is this a story? No, no, no. This is a real person. <laughs> you know, this is then, then mission, mission accomplished. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's cut. We want to give people a visual treat. We want to, you know, a, a, a documentary is just another kind of film. You know, it's still a film and it's still a, a great story and a, and, um, and a visual journey for people to go on. But I also want to say hats off to our, our editor, um, Sonia yeah. Godin Togobo, uh, who is just, like um, our, our other director calls her the, the secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she is the icing on the cake, yes. you know, and she just brings brings it all together. And she just knows how to f- find find those moments and help shape the story. And I think, again, stronger together. Yes. But not only with him, but also his team. You, you ladies really captured, um, your whole team captured the personality of the people around him as well, which was really, um, really, really different, you know, Um, instead of just because, you know, sometimes we focus on the subject, right, the person, but also the people around in the environment is part of that subject, right? How they move and how they, so that was very, you know, not just the team who works with him, the people that he helps, you captured all that, which was very, very fascinating. Hubby and I was saying that when we were um, watching the doc. And so kudos on that, because that was great. Yeah, we wanted to show people as characters, you know, like people like, you know, so often when we tell stories or, stories get told about our community, it's sort of like this blanket kind of look and feel for everyone, right? And we wanted to bring out the personalities of our community and, you know, yes, and, you know, different, different things that happen so that you can actually enjoy it. You can see, you can either see yourself or see people that you know. There's you people know, I knew yeah. <laughs> in this talk. And show that it's, you know we are complex human beings, you yeah. know, and and you know and and we have struggles and we have joys and and you know and everything is not just is not is not simple, you know. So I think and and also in showing Jane and Finch, you know, I'm not from Jane and Finch, and I don't want to speak for Jane and Finch um, or misrepresent Jane and Finch. So um, the way I felt to to tell or to show Jane and Finch was to throw it through Winston's perspective and through his eyes. And in order to do that, you have to show how he navigates that, that community and navigates the people in that community and how they react to him. So mm-hmm. it's centered around him. It's his experience in Jane and Finch. Yeah. Um, and that would be the most authentic um, show that community. The, 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 that was, um, that was I'm not from Jane and Finch either. I used to hang out when I, in my youth. And but you no, you definitely showed um a strong sense of uh past the stereotype of the of the corner and how much you really showed 
the, the sense of community, the, mul- the multifaceted uh, aspects of it, you know, and not just what we hear or see in the news, which was really, really nice to see. Um, how has been the, you know, because you are now, what's interesting is with this doc, it focuses on this gentleman who is Canadian, a pillar in Toronto and you're in Atlanta. How is that being received at the Bronze Lens, um, festival? How has been the reception about your film? Well, we'll see. It, uh, it's, it's going to be screened this afternoon. Okay. Yes. But we did have our American premiere, uh, a few weeks ago in Philadelphia at the Black Star Film Festival. And it had a, very, a, a great reception. Um, I was very curious to see how, whether the Americans would relate to it, what they would think of it. And we got such amazing feedback. Um, it was interesting to see what they found funny compared to you know, having it screen in Toronto to uh, our local audience. There was moments that they laughed that our Toronto audience didn't laugh at Mm. uh, and vice versa. Um, One of the best comments we received was at the very, um, in the Q&A after the screening, one um, person said she was surprised and shocked to see that Black people were treated that way in Canada. And two, she said at a certain point, she forgot she was in Canada. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 So I thought, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, it's really, and and, and we definitely got um, uh, commentary that um, they they really enjoyed seeing the the Pan-Africanness and that aspect of it. Um, uh, They enjoyed the storytelling. um, uh, People enjoyed, thought it was very well made. Yes. Um, and yeah, kind of the same kind of comments that you had that, you know, didn't point to you forgot they're watching a documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. And it feels like because uh, that in America, in the States, there's a need to know about, you know, when, when we were podcasting before, there was a strong need like to know about our Canadian neighbors. Did you get the sense of that too? Like, like, thank you. It's, it's almost like um, you're giving them a perspective beyond just what's going on in the black community in America, but also like um, they get to have a, almost like a fly on the wall kind of um, uh, aspect of knowing what's, well, Hey, what's happening up there? Like how are, you know, cause we, we, you know, it says, you know, Canada is multicultural and there's no racism and it's beautiful right. and blah, blah, blah. Right. So Absolutely. did you get that too, that people were like, oh, it's not just us. Like there's, it's yeah. complex yeah. there as well. Exactly. Yes. It was like, kind of like, thanks for pulling back that curtain. You know, we have this perspective that, yeah, we all, you know, hold hands and sing Kumbaya up here and, you know, and we don't, you know, and, and there's the, the reality. We know that reality. You know, and, and sometimes I think a lot of Canadians don't even know the reality. Right. Uh, and they think, you know, well, America, that's where black people get treated a certain way. And that's it. And mm. really understand the anti-black racism that exists in Canada and the systemic racism that ex- exists in Canada. And so I think it was refreshing for them to know that, um, you know, the anti-black racism is something that exists around the world and not just in America. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. it happens just 
a little bit north in Canada too. <laughs> you know, one woman joked, she's, she was like, oh no, I was, you know, I, I'm, you know, depending on what happens next year, I was planning to move to Canada. <laughs> Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, ladies, Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I'm super excited for you. I can't wait to for to follow you on your socials and this afternoon and see what the reaction will be for your film this afternoon. Uh, where can people find you uh, online? Yeah, well, um, our website is Um The film has its has a website as well, MrJaneandFinch.com. Uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, Oya Media Group. If you search it on Facebook, you'll find Oya Media Group as well. Uh, and um, yeah. you can watch in Canada, you can watch Mr. Jane and Finch uh, on CBC, on the CBC Gem. Yes. Uh, it's a part of the CBC Docs POV series. Um, and hopefully we will uh, have more places to watch it internationally outside of Canada soon. Uh, we're just working uh, the final details out with our distributor. And um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, follow along Oya Media Group. Uh, we have a lot of things baking in the oven, mm -hmm. you know, from uh, web series, drama, uh, feature length documentaries, uh, virtual reality, 360 cinematic uh, documentaries. Yes. Yeah, 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 we so have a lot of stuff. Yes, so thank you very much for your time and reaching out to us. This has been a, such a pleasure talking to you. Oh, thank and you. We can reconnect uh, later in the future, maybe uh, with another project or an update on Mr. Jane and Finch. Yeah, update on Mr. Jane and Finch. And I'd love to have you back on the show. Maybe we can uh, talk about, you know, maybe the, the financial side of filming and uh, uh, lessons that, that you, you've learned as, as content creators. And that's one of the reasons the group is existing or created the group. So that way we can all find each other and also uh, learn from one another as well. So thank you so much, ladies, for saying yes and being part of the show. Good luck this afternoon. You don't need the luck. The film is awesome. <laughs> you don't need it. So it's, it's great. And uh, I'll talk to you uh, hopefully at another time. Awesome. We're here for you, whatever you need. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Right. Take care. Gaddy and Allison have an amazing company called Oya Media Group. Uh, it is a black women-led production company, and their mission is to thrive in the Canadian and international media marketplace. They contribute their voices to an underrepresented demographic, concentrating on new forms of socially relevant, diverse content. Currently, uh, what's in development for them is Mothering in the Movement, a feature documentary. Uh, they are expanding in different genres. They're creating drama, such as Promise Me, which is a short drama. Then they have a short web series in development and also doing a VR project on Bermuda. Not Bermuda. I looked it up. It's an actual place not too far from Antigua. It's called Barbuda. And I'm going to Google it and find out the next flight to this little gem of an island. Thank you so much for listening to the show. To be part of the group, visit 
uh, go to your Facebook or your Twitter or your Instagram and just search for Black Canadian CC, like content creators, but that's Black Canadian CC. Thank you so much. Until the next time on the next Black Canadian Content Creators Podcast. The invitation to Lexus sales event, we request the honor of your presence, specifically your right foot. Because this is your invitation to enjoy the kind of performance that only our vehicles can deliver and the kind of experience that can only come from Lexus. The invitation to Lexus sales event, now through March 31st. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.